the next gift of the Holy Spirit that we will be talking on today is counsel. We've covered wisdom and understanding. Today is counsel. According to St. Thomas Aquinas, the angelic doctor from his Summa Theologica, counsel allows a man to be directed by God in matters necessary for his salvation. Counsel allows a man to be directed by God in matters necessary for his salvation. Well, that sounds great, right? But how do we put into practice? <laughs> well, thinking of our faith, what do we have in our faith that helps us to understand the counsel, the wisdom, with greater understanding, so that we can indeed be directed by God in matters necessary for our own salvation? What should come to mind right away are the Ten Commandments. And then after the Ten Commandments, what should come right to mind right away is the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Think of those two sources, the Ten Commandments, the Catechism of the Catholic Church, which, by the way, the Catechism greatly expounds the Ten Commandments out of how we understand these Ten Commandments and living our lives in such a way that, indeed, we are being directed by God as St. Thomas Aquinas says, with the gift of counsel, allowing us to be directed by God in matters necessary for our own salvation. That's why if we ever have a question on the faith, we should always reference first the Catechism of the Catholic Church. It is a thick book, but it's thick because of our fallen natures. You know, our intellects are limited and we can't grasp everything quite clearly as we should or it's just genuine ignorance so we need to grow in our knowledge so my friends that's why we go to these sources and especially for us as catholics we go to the catechism of the catholic church so that indeed cooperating even better with this gift of the holy spirit and in our prayers with this gift from the Holy Ghost, that we ask the Holy Ghost to please help me to grow in counsel, to be directed by you, God, in matters necessary for my salvation. Now, counsel, whenever we hear this word, we always usually think of counseling, maybe psychiatrists as well. And for some people, hopefully a growing number of people, uh, seeking counsel from priests, uh, it's kind of a funny joke, but it's also true all at the same time. Um, a number of people, why do they go to priests to seek counsel? Because it's free. <laughs> because it's free. You're paying a counselor, you're paying a psychologist or even a psychiatrist to help you out with what your troubles in life. But with a priest, it's free. But God willing, whether that's the case or not for some of these souls, God willing, the counsel they are seeking from the priest is great because of the priest himself taking quite seriously his vocation, his vocation as a Catholic priest of the eternal high priest of our Lord Jesus Christ and growing into a deeper relationship with him that he is on a daily basis, the priest is living a life of deep prayer, that him making visits to the Blessed Sacrament every day is common 
It's not a rarity, it's common. And for the priest, if he can't get a visit to the Blessed Sacrament for some reason, circumstances out of his control, that the priest feels guilty even. He feels off because he has not had his growing conversation with our Lord, with our Heavenly Father, with our Lord Jesus Christ, and with our great sanctifier, God the Holy Ghost. So, finding a priest who leads a devout prayer life, it usually seems to go hand in hand. It is not always 100% the case, but it usually seems to go hand in hand that you have a priest who has a devout prayer life and a priest who is doing all he can in addition to his prayer life to keep growing in holiness, to foster the virtues and to squander the vices that he struggles with, then it is confident to say that one has found a priest that you can seek good counsel from. There are also people called spiritual directors. Commonly, these are Catholic priests, can be nuns as well, but commonly these are by far and large Catholic priests. Spiritual directors help all of us, not necessarily to seek counsel, but counsel is usually a part of spiritual direction. But we seek a spiritual director to help us down this path of being directed by God. In other words, what I'm saying is down this path of cooperating with the gift of the Holy Ghost when it comes to counsel, that the individual goes to the spiritual director to help be directed by God, whom they believe is speaking through the spiritual director, through the priest, in matters necessary for one's own salvation. When it comes to counseling others, that's always tough, isn't it? <laughs> when we counsel others, uh, I think others is being especially family members, friends that we are closest to, that is always tough because they know us and we know them. You know, there is no n novelty anymore. There's no newness to the person. We know a lot of their likes and dislikes, their quirks, their pros and cons. But when we start to see something that has been a growing concern on our minds, it is tough to just approach them and say, hey, you need to fix that. <laughs> That's usually what's going through our head. You need to fix that. And it's tough to, to help them. And we're wanting to help them because particularly for us as faithful Catholics, we want to help them because we want them to indeed go down the path of God. We want them to go down the path of growing in holiness, growing and becoming a saint, being responsible in their vocation, growing in the virtues, fostering their own prayer life. We want that for them. But these people that we're close to, these family members and friends, you know, they they will tend to build up a strong barrier if we kind of even hint that we are trying to change them. The almighty, terrifying word of change. I think a lot of us right now, because of the virus, we're getting pre pretty used to the idea that change is something that we are having to get used to. Well, it's something that we should already have been getting used to. Because there is only one constant in life. That one constant is God himself. He never changes. He never changes. 
thanks be to God, that's the case because we, we as human beings, we do need something constant in our lives. That's what we desire in our hearts and souls. And we can tell that we desire that because how frustrated do we get when change happens to us? Or, in this case, talking about the gift of the Holy Ghost of counsel, when others are telling us that we have to change. You know, the usual thoughts that go through our minds are, how dare you say that to me? You have no right to say that to me. <laughs> I'm right, aren't I? <laughs> but after, you know, thinking of yesterday, talking about the gift of the Holy Ghost of understanding, after we, if we do our best to not get suckered into our emotions and in the moment, but to really finally look at the bigger picture, the bigger picture, which is God's plan, God's plan, and God's plan for you, for your salvation, then some of the truths, and sometimes they are hard truths that we hear from someone about us, about things that we are, we are honestly doing wrong, maybe even it's a sin and evil altogether, that we do need to change. It's kind of like, ah, oh, I don't even want to admit it, but they're right. This is something that either I've been blinded about, it's never been brought to my attention, or the real guilty one. Yeah, I know. I do need to change. I've always found an excuse otherwise, but yes, I do need to change. Again, from St. Thomas Aquinas, counsel, the gift of the Holy Spirit, counsel allows a man to be directed by God in matters necessary for his salvation. So if we do indeed care and love for those around us, there will come a time that if someone's not changing, that we do need to talk to them. Excuse me, not changing because they are living a, a sinful life or, or they are going down a dangerous path of life that can really, really not help them for the long run and the long run being getting to heaven, then my goodness, yes, we do need to talk to them. And we have to accept this will be a hard conversation. We have to accept also that we got to tell them the truth. But when we do tell them the truth, yes, we need to say it with charity. Say the truth, but say it with charity. You know, I heard not that long ago on EW10 Radio, Something to the effect that, you know, Jesus Christ, he was a kind person, but he wasn't necessarily a nice one. And that's kind of like, whoa, hold on a second, Father. What are you saying? That Jesus Christ wasn't, was a kind person, but wasn't necessarily a nice one. How can that be? Well, now think of all the times that our Lord Jesus Christ pointed out the faults of the Sadducees and the Pharisees, how they were so built up with their own pride of how much they fasted, how much they prayed. You know, not that long ago, we had the gospel about the Pharisee and the tax collector, how the Pharisee was boasting of how he's so happy he's not like the rest of humanity. He fasts twice a week. He tithes. He gives generously etc. And then the tax collector, commonly known in the culture at the times to be a sinner, so in other words, a public sinner, he didn't even look up to heaven. 
He just beat his breast like we do at the beginning of Mass when we say, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. The tax collector beat his breast and he just simply said, have mercy on me, O God, a sinner. And it was that tax collector, the sinner, who went away justified before the eyes of God and not the Pharisee. So when we go and counsel someone, we believe that God is calling us to do that because we can see someone is going down a dangerous path. Yes, we do it with charity, but we also got to remember, you know, the, the cultural idea that, well, we got to be nice to everyone and super duper nice to everyone. You know, we have to tolerate everything. No, because look where that's gotten us. We're in a culture now that's, that no one even wants to agree on what's true anymore, what's wrong anymore, what's right, what is good, what is evil. You know, people have all, this, all of these relativistic ideas of what's right and wrong, and we, we're in a mess. We're in a mess. And so you go and, and follow the example of Jesus Christ. Follow the example of Jesus Christ. He was a kind guy. But he wasn't always a nice guy because he did point out other people's faults. Not because he just was bored. <laughs> no, because he cared about their souls. And that's the same for us. We care about the souls of those around us. So even with the best well-laid-out plan, and we are trying hard to mold it over in our heads, maybe we ask another person or two, hey, I want to talk to a certain individual in my life about something. I'm trying to do it with charity. This is how I think it should go down and everything. And you have a pretty good plan, in other words, set up to tell someone about some things that are a growing concern because of trying to help them on their own path of salvation. It matter, and it's, I mean, my goodness, it's so important to be concerned about that. Except the fact that that person you're talking to is still going to get very upset very upset. Be sure you take it to prayer. Be sure you take it to prayer immensely so. And yes, ask advice if you need to from people you trust, people, other people you consider wise already, seeking their counsel in the matter. <laughs> and then ultimately you entrust it all to Jesus, Mary, and Joseph asking the Holy Ghost for the gift of counsel, as we're talking about right now, and go and have the conversation. Be charitable and say the truth. Say the truth, but make sure you're charitable. Don't water down the truth. Don't water down the truth, but be charitable. So my friends, today talking on the gift of the Holy Spirit, of the Holy Ghost on counsel, Again, from St. Thomas Aquinas, from his Summa Theologica, he says, Counsel allows a man to be directed by God in matters necessary for his salvation. Make sure that you are correct in what you believe is God's matters. You have the knowledge, in other words, of what is necessary for your own personal salvation. That's important first. You know, we got to fix up our own junk <laughs> before we start saying stuff to others, or else it does give less credence to what we have to say. And accept the fact that if you are following good advice, you're, 
you've got the knowledge, yes, this is something that needs to be talked about because this person is, they just keep going down a dark path, a more dangerous path, or they're veering away from their vocation, or, or they're really, they are living a life of sin. Take it to prayer, especially before our Lord and the Blessed Sacrament. Take it to prayer. Seek advice, counsel from other wise people in your life, people you trust. Accept the fact that that person, as you talk to them, telling them the truth with charity, that they will still be upset, and you never know. It might end the relationship altogether. Accept the fact that they'll get upset. Accept the fact that you may get some harsh words in return, or even emails and Facebook messages and the like. You never know <laughs> with our day and age. But what could be what what is always rewarding is one end that is always true, and another that can be true. The one that can be true is that, God willing, you keep praying after that conversation has happened, and you that person for that person and for yourself that you both reconcile. And amazingly enough, the relationship is even deeper than it ever was before. That's when you know God's grace has definitely come in and won. The other end that's also very true, and is always true, is that as long as you are sure that you are correct in your knowledge about what needed to be counseled upon, that you sought advice from others, other people, wise individuals, other people that you trust. In other words, you've done your homework, and you've prayed, you've prayed before our Lord and the Blessed Sacrament, and you had the conversation, and things end and they end sourly. Then, my friends, feelings may have gotten hurt, but you have to remember that you did the right thing. And the person who knows that you did the right thing, that's God. And as much as it is hard to bear the insults and other uncharitable words or actions we may receive because we were only trying to help another individual, you got to remember that the most important person that you want to have in your life is our Lord Jesus Christ. This is part of the gift of the Holy Ghost, of the Holy Spirit, called counsel. This is how we grow also in being a better soldier for Jesus Christ. This doesn't mean we have an almighty permission to go around and tell people left and right, you're doing this wrong, you're doing this wrong, shape up, shape up, shape up. But it does mean that we do need to do it, nonetheless, for some people in our lives. Be prudent about this. Definitely take it to prayer. And my friends, remember what counsel is. Counsel is one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, of the Holy Ghost, that we have received from the Sacrament of Confirmation. According to St. Thomas Aquinas, counsel allows a man to be directed by God in matters necessary for his salvation. We go particularly as Catholics to the Catechism of the Catholic Church as our main resource to help us understand better matters that are pertaining to God that help us on our own personal salvation. Of course, go to Catholic priests that you trust, and even, of course, nuns too. Um, unfortunately, they're harder to find, it seems, nowadays, depending where you live. But still, 
go to wise people of the faith, wise people in the church, and always trust a little bit more that you are growing and becoming a better soldier for Jesus Christ, that old Catholic theology that is connected to the teaching of the sacrament of confession, receiving counsel from others, receiving counsel from others, and at times, too, God calling us to give counsel to others. This is us living out our faith as we are supposed to as a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ, connected directly to the sacrament of confirmation as a soldier for Jesus Christ. Let us ask Mother Mary for her intercession today that in addition to the other gifts of wisdom and understanding that we have already talked about, now with the gift of counsel from the sacrament of confirmation, Mother Mary may intercede for us right now as we pray one Hail Mary together to grow in this gift of counsel from God the Holy Ghost, from God the Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now, and at the hour of our death. Amen. And giving glory to God, glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.